I think we all experienced our own ballet today, a ballet of emotion, feelings. This is Jacob Ross with J.O.B. Morelia. This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. You're listening to the Herpeticulture Podcast. Enjoy. And I mean, if people aren't used to the fan now, that's on them. Yeah. So. It's episode 100 here. Thanks, buddy. I got you the smaller one because I was like, I don't th- know. I mean, you better smoke the whole damn thing. I mean, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. How's the bug? Hello. <clears throat> so this is episode 100 of the Herpeticulture Podcast. I am Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. And I am Jacob Brotz, J.O.B. Morelia. He back. Yes. It's episode 100. I got us some Ooh. Padrones. Yeah. I'm smoking a 1926. I think this is like a number... It's not a number nine. I forget. It's one of the bigger ones. And Jake has him an Exclusivo. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. I don't think I've had one of these before. Ow. Well, wrap off. Is there still a lighter in here? Yes. There is. I hope there's still juice in it. Oh, my chair is sinking. God, I haven't missed this chair. I need to go on like Facebook Marketplace and find you a new one. <laughs> or I could find me a new one. God damn it, I'm sinking. Oh. Alrighty. Uh, this show is brought to you by MP Cages and Exotics. If you need cages, if you need racks, all that good stuff, you know where to go. It's Mr. Sean. One stop shop, boy. Yeah. And some Venom hot sauce. Can't live without it. I mean, like the summer's over. People aren't really grilling and stuff anymore. But that doesn't mean that for the holidays, you can't throw some of this cottonmouth sauce on some turkey. I mean, it's it's cold out, you know? Your Thanksgiving. Yeah, it'll warm you up. It'll warm you up real good. (coughs) Real nice. Like a nice and warm. So you can get that at Steve's Snakeuary. Hunt him down on Facebook. Steve Snakeuary, stevesnakeuary dot com, and uh, a couple different kinds of venom sauce for you to choose from: mango, habanero, some blood orange, uh, the salsa, the green, like the tomatillo, like green, which is the cottonmouth, which was was my favorite. I think it was your favorite too. But that was pretty good. They're all solid. So yeah, they're all good. And I'm not a big hot sauce guy. I'm gonna turn this up a little bit. Feel. I feel quiet. Back in the rains. Oh. Back in the rains. Believe it. <coughs> Checking. I think we're good. We're fine. Yeah. We're fine. I think we're good. This is a good scar, by the way. <sighs> They're very good. Yeah, it's tasty. That's good, I like good pa- flavor. I like Padron because they do like naturals and Maduros. Two wrappers, a couple different sizes. They know what they do, and they know that they do it well, and they don't deviate from that. Yeah. So they're very consistent. Yeah. It's good. Consistency is a, it's an important thing. But I had to get us something. Could just get us anything average. I had to get us something good, you know? It's 100 episodes, man. I was trying to do the math in my head and figure out how many hours worth that is. I mean, Jesus. we're looking at... 
probably an average of two hours per episode. Well, there's 52 weeks in a year. I mean, we're at 100. We're at two and a half years. So, I mean, we realistically, we really didn't, we didn't shorter, like, because there's a few times of the year where we skip episodes for, yeah. you know, a little while. But we've done pretty good. I mean, we're, yeah. I mean, 100 episodes at, you know, about two hours a piece, 200 hours or so. Oh, check this out on average. Did I show you? So SoundCloud, uh, these stats, and this is blowing my mind because I know we're gonna we're gonna reach higher numbers in no time. <clears throat> but turn this up some more. All time plays on SoundCloud, and this is over the last ninety nine episodes, two thousand seventeen, two thousand nineteen. 92,752 plays on SoundCloud. Isn't that nuts? Almost at 100K? Yeah. Damn. Uh, So the top tracks, which haven't really changed a whole lot over the last couple months, but our Europlatus episode with Kat Saldano is number one. Our one-on-one for August 2019 is number two still. Somehow. I don't know. That was number one for a long time. It was it was up there for a minute. Phil's Nefrurus, his Knobtail episode, like the first episode we did with Phil, is number three. Vending shows with Billy is number four, and then the Nidovirus update, which doesn't even really count, is number five. But I guess the runner-up is the one-on-one for September. Like, hmm. really strange. I don't know. Uh, well, those two, ep- like, of all the one-on-ones, those two are the ones that are like ranks. I don't know. I think one of them was when we were talking about like my sleepwalking habit. <laughs> Ah, that was great. And I remember Reptile Report post, like when they shared that episode, they were like, oh yeah, I'm going to talk about Justin sleepwalking. Yeah, Uh, here we go. Yeah, that was great. That was hilarious. So, I mean, that's awesome. Like, if you look at the chart, it's just like steady. Like it ain't ain't doing this. It's just... so That's good. It's awesome. Yeah. Appreciate all the love and support, everybody. It's it's been freaking incredible, man. Like, not even three years in and i was sure that like what we have now i was almost positive we wouldn't have for at least like five years yeah yeah no, like it's gonna sure. take a while yeah at the same time it's kind of interesting because we have all these other podcasts popping up now um you know obviously npr and reptile radio were like the the, the pod fathers the ogs yeah the, the pod fathers and then like Phelan came out with From the Ground It Up and started that, and then, you know, we came along, and I don't know, It's really, I feel like we kind of snuck in at the last minute before, before like, the, the, before the, the wave yeah. sort of showed up, you know? <laughs> we we snuck in, yeah, it was very last minute, it, it was, because mm-hmm. it wasn't long after we started that things really started popping off with podcasts. So. Well, no, I mean, it's awesome, because yeah, it's... Yeah, no, it's great. Like, you look at, I think, Riley in Reptile Room, uh podcast like he was posting i think he hit like 2000 downloads recently like they're getting really yeah. high numbers really like a lot quicker than we were and i'm like i ain't mad about that that is awesome yeah like that just shows that people are t- like paying more attention to podcasts and multiple podcasts you know i was listening to npr today i try to catch up on npr periodically now yeah. you know um they did an episode with uh well eric and rob stone were on James Lewis's podcast, Reptile Gumbo. Yeah. Uh, so I listened to that this morning. That was really good. Um, 
And I will say, like, out of all of them, I think I probably listen to James's the most. Or Gumbo. Yeah. yeah. Mostly, I mean, it's, it's like when I walk Archie, you know, yeah. it's like listen to half of it. And then I go to work, and then on my way home, I'll listen to, like, the last half or whatever. Yeah. But <clears throat> or I'll come home, and I'll start cleaning snakes or stuff, and I'll, have, I'll listen to that. And at work, usually, if it's slow, I'll listen to NPR, because I know I have, the, like, the time. Um, I just, I hate listening to that kind of stuff at work, because I'm constantly pausing it, because someone comes in. Yeah. Read, like, playing it again, and yeah, there's some... I see that. I was listening to some Joe Rogan today, and some of that stuff, like, a customer come in, and I'm like, this is going to be really out of context, and be very <laughs> awkward, and Pause. I don't know, but, I mean, I do, I do make a concerted effort to check out. Yeah. You should get some, shows. like, wireless headphones, man. Just I have some. In. Yeah. But then I have customers ask me questions. I'm like, huh? You know, like, I'm going to take it out. Like, what? I'm trying to listen to, trying to, listen to James Lewis of Simply Serpents. Do don't little, you know who he is? Just do a little quick beep. We'll get one oh, of those things where they're you not tap like that. I don't pop. know. Does that exist? Is yeah. that a thing? Yeah, it is. I'm not super hip, tap. so. No, you should be. <coughs> I mean, I don't have any, but I know there's some that you can just, like, tap. Pretty sure they're the Apple ones. They're, like, super expensive. I don't know, man. Huh. Are we about to get robbed? That was new. I had someone just kind of walk up to my garage. I just saw a pair of legs. I didn't yeah, see a face. I didn't see a face either. <laughs> they said something, then sorry. Okay. Moving on. Where's that lighter? What lighter? This lighter? That one. Mm. Oh, you got it. What if that was like UPS or something? I don't think so. Weird. Now they're going to see all my equipment and probably sneak in in the night. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any way of, like, really locking the garage up, you know? So I have to... Say that a little louder for so we can hear. Yeah, I just, I just have to rig it with something else. I mean, I, I have a, a way of keeping it closed, but yeah. it's not a lock. It's about as close as I can get. <laughs> just so anyone knows... You don't anybody, know where I live. If anybody wants to come, message me. Message. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um. But any, what's new with the animals? because uh, people don't realize, like, I really haven't talked to you much the last couple of weeks. Like, yeah, no, wedding stuff, all that. Like, yeah, just, my life's been super hectic, obviously, because I haven't been on the show. Um. But yeah, I mean, animal wise. Oop. Oh, just gotta adjust that. Yeah, that works. That's better. Thanks. I'm dumb. Mics mics work better when you yeah. talk into them. Yeah, and I hu- <laughs> I hunch a little bit, so I was like leading up. Yeah, this is better. Um, yeah, no, I guess the animals for the most part are doing okay. Um, you know, I haven't I haven't been on the show to talk about it much, but you know, full disclosure, I have actually kind of shut down everything in my collection for the time being because I had an animal test positive for nidovirus. Um, so I'm taking the proper precautions to get that taken care of. Um, nothing in or out. Going to be testing all my animals over time. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we going from there. So that's a thing. But everybody, for the most part, seems healthy. You know, it's uh, Phil came and visited you. Yeah, Phil came he was over. down here. Yeah, he saw, saw everything. Yeah. Yeah, it was good seeing him. Good catching up. What's new with you, man? Oh. With the animals you got all you've gotten all kinds of new stuff. Um, 
So that cyania clutch is due to hatch between the middle and end of next month. I need to go through the calendar and count my days and see where I'm at again. I had about 28 left, but that was on an 85-day schedule. And talking to Chris, I don't even know how he pronounce his last name. He's over in Europe. Um, he's a big Boyga guy, so if anybody's in that Boyga realm, they know who I'm talking about. But um, he was like, yeah, it's usually actually more around 100, so... Because if you go online and you do you, you, you research, like normal people <laughs> do, uh, it says like 85 days, which I'm sure is the case if you're cooking them probably in like the 84 range. Like if you keep right. cooking them a little hotter, these it's 82 during the day and 78 at night. Oh, wow. Which I don't even think the incubator gets that cool. Like it's so wow. insulated. I feel like the thermostat just cuts off and that thing just coasts Yeah. all the way until it's time for it to kick back on. So, yeah. He said about 100. Um I was at like 28, and I want to say that had me at like all just over the halfway mark. It's like 56 days, I think, or something like that. Oh, so. wow. Still got a while. Yeah, but I've been checking on them daily, everything. They all look rock solid. Um, doing a new incubation method with those, trying, trying that out. It's working really well, actually. Um, I noticed my female green tree ovulated this morning. Like, last night I got home, and I was like, man, she looks pretty swollen this morning. I woke up, and I was like, oh, yeah. now you're really now swollen. You're really like, swollen. And I came home, and it's gone. Yeah. So it's definitely an ovulation. Yeah. <coughs> um, Good thing you caught that. It's awesome. Well, I mean, yeah, and that's – I like, I in the mornings I wake up – like, I have a routine. I'm a very routine guy. Like, I wake yeah. up, walk in the snake room, check on everything, turn on lights. And that's, like, I've said it before, but, like, I'm big about – turning on the lights yourself and not having them necessarily on timers. Right. Because then you're forced to inspect stuff. You know, it's not like I don't yeah. have to go into my room for three days because the lights are going to cut off and on by themselves. Like, I actually go in there and have to do it myself. And right. That's just the way I like it. And yeah. You know, I come in, check on everybody, check water bowls, uh, any that need to be cleaned real quick or something before work, do that. And then when I get home, I'll walk back in and check. And that male Jansen and I got loose again. He's still... Roaming the house somewhere. Pretty pissed about that. Yeah. Um, it's just, I think it's that, that tub I'm using that's different from the other ones I've used. You know? I just, yeah. For um, whatever reason, I can't figure it out. I can't. Like, I literally checked every corner of that thing and every crevice and was like, there's no way he could have gotten out. But I've also made that mistake before. Terry Burwell, Rhino Rat. You know? Like, oh, that gap's, there's no way it's getting out of that gap. It's like, hmm. Watch gonna happen yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's why phil was down here and i was showing him all the the babies in that baby rack the alternate stuff i was like man these are so big i don't even need to keep these wedges under these things anymore he's like no 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 he's like you <laughs> made that mistake it. before he's like just leave them there just dude. leave them. i was like yeah you're right good call <laughs> but <clears throat> so chondros um i'm legitimately doing mi this time yeah i'm gonna do Set. it i'm not i'm not backing down I talked to Tim Morris this morning a little bit about it, picked his brain very briefly. So now that I've told Tim Morris that I'm going to do it, that holds me to it. Yeah. Because Tim Morris, he was like the MI guy. <laughs> I mean, he was doing it back when it was yeah. they didn't have any other option. You know, that was before yeah. artificial before like artificial incubators stuff. were crazy expensive, like yeah. lab grade. That was what you got. So yeah. he did a lot of MI, and I was like, you know, if anybody's going to be able to tell me I, I can do this, it's going to be Tim, you know? Yeah, so. for sure. I'm going to attempt it. Obviously, need to have the incubator ready just in case she bails. 
Um, yeah, that's always a necessity. Everybody says that when you talk about MI. Yeah. It's like, yeah, go for it, but don't get rid of your incub- incubator. Yeah. Like, because they will ditch eggs, so. But, I mean, the the only problem, like, one of the reasons I'm doing MI is mostly because the cyania, um, I'm going to start, cool. well, because the, the issue is, is, like, I'm planning on cooling beards and corns. I'm planning on pairing cyania up again after this clutch hat. Like, I'll pair them back up in December. So my only problem was is if I put chondro eggs in the incubator, that ties up that incubator because yeah. those are going to be cooked warmer than the colubrid eggs will. So it was like, I'll do MI, and that way if I do get more eggs from this stuff, I'll just be ready to go. She can handle whatever she needs to handle, but in the event that that's the case and I end up doing that and she bails, now you have to choose between, like, chondro eggs. and I mean, all the colubrid well, eggs, realistically, I could put in the room on the top shelf somewhere. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll throw this out here, out there. I'm not pairing anything up and I've got a nice ass incubator, <clears throat> incubator at my house. So push comes to shove that happens. Like I, I've got an incubator with a stat on it. That's ready to well plug and play. So I will also say that, I mean, Hey, this, this upcoming season is like snake wise is going to be hopefully the, the biggest season I've ever done. Yeah. Like, I'll be producing, hopefully, once again, high hopes, low expectations. Yep. Uh, so, I'll have a lot, and I'll have to, you know, that's why I'm, con- like, I need to get, I'm getting out of dart frogs. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, that, that rack takes up half that wall in that room, and I need that yeah, space. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I had to make it. the really hard decision Dang, of being, man. like, it's either focus on snakes and get, like, it's it was tough, and I've yeah. I thought about it for a while. Like I've been going back and forth, and contemplated getting rid of the brettles. I, I need space, Damn, dude. Like man, I, I have the brettles are like a thing. Though. They are, and the that's like that's why it's so hard, and that's why I go back on forth and that so much because like those snakes have sentiment of value. Like I really like them, but you know, is it one of those things where it's like, do you just want to have them because to like to have them, or do you want to be able to? expand with the stuff you're going to be producing right like i'm going to have hold back baby chondros those are going to have to have to go somewhere yeah would i rather have those or would i rather have the bread lie i mean you can have bread bread lie breed them and just sell the babies you gotta you know it's the it's the, well it's the ride man part of the other problem is like i talked to our buddy reed um who's also into dart frogs and i like he was the first person i messaged and i was like hey you're, he's local, like he's he's not far yeah, from us. He's in Charleston, and so I was like, I, think. I got these dart frogs. And like I gave him the list. He already kind of knew what I had, but I was like, I'm just I I need the space. Like I'm at a point where I just they gotta go. Like I don't like it, but at the same time, when I have more space, I can get back into them. Yeah. So he was he had mentioned trading all the darts for some beaded lizards, which I'm thinking I'm gonna do, but. That kind of just puts me in the same predicament that I have with the dart frogs now. Yeah, I was going to say, that's just more space you know, for those. That's why know. I was like, if I get rid of the brettles, <clears throat> that's cage space that opens up for those. That opens up that half a wall. And every, I mean, everyone is probably laughing right now because we've all played this game of like oh, yeah. the Tetris, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like that's what I'm thinking is, is like if I get rid of that, that Baker's Rack with the dart frogs and stuff in those tanks and talk to Sean about getting a... Basically, an adult chondro rack. Yeah. For 
all those six that are growing <clears> out <throat> within the next year easily those are going to have to get upgrades yeah you know so <clears throat> talk to him about maybe doing a like a bigger size rack i'm not sure exactly what size but uh still have racks at dad's house that i'm gonna need for babies yeah you know it's just i'm looking and that's kind of the I thing is like you really you gotta think about man you have it's, to look downrange. you gotta look way <clears throat> ahead because all of a sudden you're gonna have eggs and babies and nowhere to put them and n- nothing to feed them and you know that's you gotta compensate for all that people some people just see the the babies and that's it you know mm-hmm. gotta think think of the think of the long game think of the necessities and it's i mean like i said if i get more space like if i somehow i'm allowed to convert this yeah like then i can get back into dark frogs and i can like i know reed will probably still have them and so i can go back to him and be like when they're producing offspring let me get some let me know yeah yeah uh so it's just you know you have to make those tough decisions and it's it's not something that you have to be in a hurry to make that decision you can take your time like unless it's some sort of medical thing or like a serious emergency where it's like you need cash like right now hmm. then i mean i'm gonna continue to contemplate the brettles yeah until i feel comfortable sort of making a you know decision i know i whatever i choose i'll probably regret it <laughs> but at the same time yeah i can get more brettles we yeah. know plenty of people that are breeding brettles yeah it's just that's a tough call because they i really do enjoy them like especially the big guy yeah you know but it is what it is decisions could, have to could be made sell, could get rid of all but him yeah because yeah i feel like he is a little bit more on the sentimental side you know and yeah but that's i mean that's somewhere in the middle i know he takes up the most space right now right. but eventually they're all going to take up that much space you know, because yeah. they're all going to get that big. Well, that scrub that's still in quarantine. Yeah, I'd like to give him something cage, bigger. Yeah. You know, so it's just one of those things where it's. Uh, I don't, I don't know how to word it right, but <clears throat> sometimes in order to progress, you have to make decisions that you don't really want to make, but they're the necessary step for moving forward. Yeah, no, for sure, and I mean that's kind of where I'm at because you know once once I figure you know get things sorted in in my collection and everything, you know, I'm actually going to be slimming down on some carpets to get into some other stuff, getting some rat snakes and bear traps, possibly possibly bears, mm. um, more pituophis and possibly Nerodia. Um So I'm still going to have carpets, but I'm going to keep it a little bit more slim just because, you know, with space and everything, I would love to keep everything I have and then just expand. But at the same time, I have to think about time and, you know, fit my lifestyle type of deal, you know, and I'm getting the itch for, you know, to have variety again and go back to, you know, keeping some colubrids because I've really enjoyed the rat snakes that I've got. They're doing really great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I absolutely love those little things. So it's really made me want to get into some more that stuff i feel like there's a fine line when it comes to diversity yeah you know like there's kind of like like what billy does oh yeah you know he has his main focus but he also has enough sort of miscellaneous stuff to to scratch that itch he has a lot of diversity like for sure like a ton (laughs) but it's not like he's constantly bouncing of like five years he's into carpets five years he's into rats yeah no he's just like he's like this like what i have in each group is is enough and same with me like condros like I got plenty of chondros. Happy to make more. Yeah. Got plenty of bear rats. Need more subox. Dude, I want more subox so <laughs> bad. Like yeah. when these cyania hatch and I get them established, and when chondro time comes around, I'll be like, I will gladly trade for some subox. Yeah. Obviously, it's got to be 
more than like two. Right. But it's got to happen. Yeah. Gotta sure. happen, dude. They're so sure. cool. Yeah, they're little bug-eyed fucks, man. I, oh, they're so cool. They're like made of velvet. Like, you ever held one? It's like... Really? It's so... I, I don't know. It, like, they don't have large scales like corn mm-hmm. snakes and the bears do. It's a much right. more finer... I guess it's kind of like Apodora versus carpets sort of, sort of thing. Yeah, know? no, I know what you mean. Like, you mean like the really... Just a really tight. They're just soft. Yeah, I know exactly. I know exactly what you mean. Like, um, liases feel a lot like it. Yeah. Yeah. My water python was very just soft. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know they were like that. There's like no gloss to them, so they look. They're like matte, and then with those stripes and the tan and the oh, man. Yeah, it's awesome. So, yeah, a lot in the works, Um, and then just the usual magazine stuff. Yeah, snakes and stogies. Work. All the good stuff. Yep. But I'm trying to think if anything else is, has happened. Yeah. Nothing major. Yeah. I mean, got married. Got married. As far <laughs> as like snakes go and the collection goes, there's nothing nothing new happening, so. Yeah. <coughs> but yeah. Yeah, the Nido thing, I think though that's like the way you're doing it is a, is smart too because I'm I know there's people out there that they get a positive test and they freak out and they're like, I got to test all these animals, but you know, the tests are 60 bucks a piece and I get, it's like, there's nothing saying you have to get all of them done right now. Like if you do it gradually and you're just cognizant of, you know, cross contamination and like separating stuff and you're aware, I think if you, you can take your time doing it, I think, and it not be a problem. Yeah. And I mean, like eventually like it'll start the, you know, the more time it goes on, it will start to show its ugly head, you know, eventually, you know, so the sooner you can get it out, obviously the better, the less chance of more animals getting infected. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, like if I tested everything the way I wanted to, I'd be spending 10 grand, you know, because, because with false, false negatives and everything Mm -hmm. being so common, you know, I'm not going to be comfortable until I test something three times over at least, you know? Um, so it's just, it's going to be a process. It's going to, it's going to be a whole thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll get through it at the end of the day. It is what it is. Got to deal with it. It's part of the game. Mm -hmm. You know, it's such a common thing in Morelia. And, you know, in, in general, in the hobby now, it's just something that happens. So I'm dealing with it and, you know, stopped all sales, haven't let anything go. You know, I got got a lot to got a lot to do. Not going to take in the year operating. Um, so I don't have that uh, that going on. I got ba- all the babies from this year still that I'm growing up. And you know I mean, have you noticed any that are? like showing signs that maybe they have some like there's one it's it's kind of it's kind of weird i'm not exactly sure on there's a few that just like seem a little off not i say a few there's like two that just seem off um one of them can't kick an ri which is obviously not a not normal not a good sign um and I've got one. She looks normal. She acts normal. She eats, no problem. But she doesn't flick her tongue. Hmm. And it's really, it's really weird. She's showing no signs of an RI, but it's just something I've noticed. She hasn't been tongue flicking hardly at all. Even I just fed her 
couple of days ago, she came out, didn't stick her tongue out a single time. She came up and like, she came all out of her tub. Everything was acting fine. Snatched her right out the tongs. But Did you ask Pia about that at all? I didn't. I'd be curious. I, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but. I mean, if that's, that's, that's <coughs> odd just because you would think <coughs> if something was happening that you would see more than that. Yeah. Like, and it, yeah. And it's been like, she's been doing it for a minute now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like it just started, you know, but she's not. But at the same time, I mean, I guess it could very well possibly be like just a, when she was developing or something, she just has, you know, the Jacobson's organ or whatever is, is more closed or something. Who knows? I don't, like, it could just be a physical thing where she just, development wise, yeah. she's had it her whole life. I mean, no, I know before, like, she definitely, like, I know this is, like, it, it's not recent, recent, but I noticed when it started type of deal. Like, she wasn't, she hasn't been like that the, the entire time I've had her. Hmm. Well. Yeah. So, it's a whole thing, but, you know, like I said, deal with it, we roll with it. Everything gonna be all right. Just gotta. When it rains, it pours. Because yeah. I mean, like the Nido thing definitely has played a part in the, you know, Phil kind of filling in. Uh, that makes me laugh every time I say it. <laughs> filling in. But yeah, I guess uh, stuff in general, dude. Yeah, I guess that's that is something we need to uh, need to touch on. I've had a couple people message me. Explain you know, yourself. Yeah, with uh, concerns because I haven't been on the show. Um, yeah, because we kind of just like never, yeah. Like, just Phil kind of showed up, and we're like, "This is Jake." Yeah, it was all. It was kind of all of a sudden. <laughs> it, a lot has happened in the past uh, couple months, and uh, my life has been uh, very hectic. Um, some out of my control, and uh, some of my own fault. Um, just a lot of personal things going on. Um, Essentially, long story short, I'm just I'm just gonna be brutally honest because it's gonna it's a part of me trying to grow as the a person. The human experience. Yeah, you know. Um, but uh, long story short, I, I basically was talking to someone behind my girlfriend's back that I should not have been, and uh, said a lot of things that I should not have said, and uh, it uh, it really. It hurt us. I, I almost lost her through it, um, rightfully so, and uh, really made me look at myself and uh, the things that uh, things I've done, and you know how how big of a problem I've had for a long time. So I'm actually gonna I'm starting to see therapy. I'm or I'm going to be starting therapy soon. Um, talking to somebody about a, a lot of the Did stuff you going Dr. on. Message Dr. Maggie. I haven't yet. I got no. a. I have a list. I have to go. I have to get. Um, I have to get like a doctor's note. I have to be, what is it? What's the word? Referred. Referred. Yes, I have to be referred. Um, so that's a thing. I'm going to be getting started, but you know, it's kind of it's what kind of weird though. Like for mental health, like yeah. you have to have a doctor say, "Oh yeah, you should go talk to somebody." When yeah. you know damn well that you need to do it. You know? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's been yeah, it's been a long time coming. If I'm being honest, it's something I've needed for a long time, and uh, it's just something I haven't wanted to confront. But and that's kind of why I'm you know saying it on the shows because I need to start confronting things like that and you know being open and honest about 
things. And so that's why I'm working on, you know, because what I, who the person I've been, the things I've done were not okay. You know, I, I hurt Amanda real bad and that was not a, not a good thing. And I need to be, I need to straighten up and I need to do right. And, and so that's kind of why I've been away from the show is, you know, focusing on myself and yep. my family, trying to, trying to be better. It's not, I'm not gone, gone. You know, it's just, uh, it's been a break just because, you know, I think one thing that that I definitely need to, you know, remember and I'm sure some people too, is like, there is a life outside of snakes, you know, (laughs) um, that, you know, sometimes needs more attention. And right now that's just kind of where I'm at, you know, so it's something I'm working through, you know, I'm going to be away for a little longer. I had to come back for the hundredth episode. You know, obviously this was, um, this is a big deal and, uh, major props to Justin and Phil for, you know, pulling down the fort on my sabbatical. Um, but it will be for the best. Uh, once I come out of this, I'm going to come back swinging and things are going to be better than ever. Um, so thank you everybody for the support and to everybody who's messaged me asking if, you know, I, w- I was good. Are you alive? You know, are you alive? Are you okay? Yeah. You know, things have just been hectic. And, you know, like I said, there's been other things that were out of my control that, you know, I'm not going to get into all that. But, you know, I kind of had to own up to what the part I've played in all this and, you know, and acknowledge that I'm working on getting myself better through all of it, you know. See, that's and, good, though. And we're yeah. in like a – we're still in a time where – you know, oh, you're, you see a therapist, there must be something wrong with you. Like, cause I've mentioned it in the past too, you know, like I lost a girlfriend a couple of years ago and that really messed me up yeah. and I didn't do anything about it for a while. But then Robin, when Robin Williams committed suicide, that was kind of the light bulb for me. Cause it was like, all right, if that guy is like, if he gets pushed to a point where he does that, like I got to do something. Cause I mean, that guy by in the public eye like he would have seemed like he was yeah. a very happy guy and that you know you wouldn't yeah, have suspected was anything was all wrong the comedies you know he was a comedian so and that was the point where i was like all right I, get, I, I probably should talk to somebody and you'd be amazed at sort of the the stuff you keep pent up especially on like a subconscious yeah. level that you don't even really know yeah. is bothering you um but yeah i mean therapy uh psychiatrists those help yeah, and I like the day and age that we're in now because it's much more accepted, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, it's good, it's healthy, you know, therapists are there for anything, you know, and they're, like I said, this has been a long time coming, I've struggled with uh, bad stress and anxiety uh, about anything and everything for a long time, um, and then, you know, holding holding stuff in, you know, and letting it fester, and my issue of mine is, you know, I would let something small fester that just kind of bugged me. And then it would just like take on a whole new thing and make me think things that weren't real, you know, and just like get me in this terrible headspace. That's just like, I don't know, dude, it, it got bad just from mm-hmm. not, it just comes stems from not talking about stuff, you know, and that's what it comes down to, you know, be honest about yourself, your feelings and yeah, and what that's, you got, you know. You can lie to everybody else, but you can't lie to yourself. Yeah, you exactly. Know? It's one of those things where, you know, a lot of people, I won't say a lot, but some people I'm sure are like, you know, if I get help, that means that I'm, you know, I'm weak and, or, you know. I, yeah. It's some sort of like saying, like saying, okay, I need a professional opinion. 
is like, no. Like, nobody knows your brain better than you do, which, I mean, that is true. But at the same time, like I said, you can lie to everybody else, but you can't lie to yourself. Yeah, and at the end of the day, like, it's okay to need help to understand your brain and uh, mm-hmm. help yourself understand how your brain is wired, how it works, why you think the things that you do, why you can make yourself think things that aren't right. true, you know, put thoughts in your head that don't exist, you know, and because that, that's been my issue, and it's... You know, I need I need to understand it because I need answers too. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just one of those things. And you know, I, I feel like I can find it. You know, sometimes you don't know all the answers about yourself. You can't lie to yourself, but you can't know everything. And sometimes you need a little helping hand to, yeah. you know, get through that. And yeah, that's well. I mean, I even now, like, I mean, I'm I'm I've gotten help and I've taken the necessary steps that I needed to. But even then, I still have days or a week long period where I'm just like really over everything it's fuck everything but you know i've been with katie long enough to where she can recognize right when something's off you know and so we she kind of checks in periodically you know do we need to do we need to make an appointment we need to do this and i'll be like no we're good yeah like yeah we should probably should and uh because that's a big part is being honest with yourself too is when you need mm -hmm. it because i think that that was another issue of mine is i was never really honest with myself about needing it, you know, and it, I think that's a, that plays a huge part in it. You know, well, it's hard because you're scared that people yeah. are going to be like, what's wrong with you? Like, yeah. I remember that when I'd, I'd send a mass text to my parents and I think my sister, it was after, you know, the Robin Williams thing had happened and I was, I was really thinking about it and I finally, I was like, it's got to happen. And so yeah. I just sent a, a group text to them basically saying, I'm not right. I need help. Like something's got to happen. Yeah. This is, I just I can't do this. I anymore. can't keep going down this yeah. road. And yeah. it was tough because then I was like, oh god, like, what? Is, I mean, not that my parents. My parents have always been very supportive and yeah. stuff. But you never know kind of what the reaction is going to be, even yeah. from people that you love. Yeah, for sure. Like, cause I I had talked to my dad about it, you know, cause I have to, uh, you know, I I have to use my insurance to, uh, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm still under his policy, so. You know, I had to have a conversation with him to let him know about it, you know, and it w- it was a hard conversation, you know, because, it, it, you know, it is, you know, it's confronting things, you know, and it's like, you know, with things with Amanda, I had to confront everything that I had said, everything I've done and everything, just everything. And, you know, it was hard. It sucked. But also, I think it's going to be for the I know it's going to be for the best, mm-hmm. you know, because I know I'm going to come out of this a better person at the end of the day. And it does like there is almost like a, a pressure relief. Yeah, like when you exactly. finally be like, "All right, I'm done playing this game." Yeah, like I'm done, and like, it is like you it just raise your <laughs> hand. You're like, "Help!" Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much exactly where I'm at, man. It's like it's so like all this has been so like this has been some of the hardest couple months of my life, but it's also been like in a way the most relieving because it's just I'm done with it all. Like pain I, is a master. I, yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like. I don't know. I feel like just everything after all this, I think everything's going to be better. You know, my, my hobby, my job, my relationship, everything, you know, and I also found like the way you look at it definitely makes a difference. Like if you look at it as like, I want to get better, but I don't want to do anything about it. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Like the doctor told me to like, Hey, you should probably get more sleep. Hey, you should probably work out. Hey, you know, like all these things that contribute to it because yeah. it's I mean, mental health is is so much more than I think a majority 
sort of think it is, which I always find ironic because there's also like a massive percentage of people that suffer from like anxiety and things like that. So you would think people would kind of get it because yeah. everyone's experienced it at some point mm-hmm. or another. And um, <clears throat> like if you look at it from the like I if you tr- I'm sure it's like any sort of recovery or, you know, if you want to get better and you look at it from the standpoint of I may not want to do this but I need to do this because I know on the other side I will be better as a result. Like that makes a big difference, you know? Cause I mean, even, even now Katie said, you know, I should probably still go talk to somebody like still get some therapy, which I got therapy after Kayla died, but um, yeah. it's still like, I still kind of fight on it. Cause I'm like, you know, it's like therapy's kind of tough. Cause a, you gotta like, you're in a room with a stranger. Yeah. And you're supposed to tell them deeply personal things that right. you probably haven't told anybody else. Exactly. At least then, you're supposed to. And then right? you only have an hour to sort of cover it all. Right. You know, and so it's, it helps. I don't, I, and it, it could be that, you know, your counselor makes a big difference too. Your therapist makes a big difference. Um, you obviously want it to be someone that you you feel you trust and you want it to be someone you feel you can talk to. Yeah, I feel comfortable with. And so if you find one and you don't really feel that way, like I kind of did with the first one, it was kind of tough, you know. And, like, I have a habit of, and maybe this is the case with a lot of people too, like even if I'm not talking to, like, a medic, maybe a medical doctor, but, like, say if I go in because I have, you know, pain in my knee, you know, you talk to your doctor a certain way. Right. And I find myself, when I talk to my psychiatrist or if I talk to a therapist, I find myself talking about my mental health the same way that I talk about, like, if my knee were hurting, that's how, like, it's very analytical. It's not very personal. It's very, like, well, you know, on Tuesday I had this happen, but then it went away. You know, instead of being like, well, Tuesday, you know, I saw some jackass on YouTube freehandling, and it really pissed me off, and it really ruined my day. And, like, after that, every little thing pissed me off. Like, it's it can be hard to open up. Yeah. You know, and I, it's, that's something I've, yeah. I've never been very good at, you know? Yeah. It's, and that's been my issue. And like, I guess from all of this, like my biggest advice to anybody listening to this is don't, don't let yourself get to the point that I, that I did. And it's like, I, I cheated on my significant other. I didn't sleep with anybody. No, but I, I straight up went behind her back and I, I portrayed her and it, it's horrible that it took that much for me to get to this point and you know i feel horrible for everything i've done and you know i'm just i'm ready for a change you know don't let yourself get to that point because you know you can hurt a lot of people which i did you know it wasn't just her in the process you know it's so that's just gotta be honest with yourself yeah there is like i very much believe that there's this like checking in with yourself periodically and being yeah. like because there's days where i'll be in like a really crappy mood for no real reason i'll kind of think like all right what's what in particular happened that has me feeling this way like why am i so pissed off for no reason like where i'm super irate yeah and i'll be like okay well this if you know it might have been this thing because for me it's the same thing like very small things and it could just be the meds yeah. that i'm on like yeah. I, I take medication but <clears throat> then you know I'll I'll be like okay well it was you know my neighbor being a jackass across the street or something whatever but then I'm like all right well why is that bothering me cuz at the same time like you think about some of these problems and you're like you know in 2 hours it won't matter yeah 
in 12 hours it won't matter in a day it won't matter in a week it won't matter in a month and a year like it's not going to matter so why am i getting so upset about it yeah but i have the same habit of like small stuff that i just will not let go of yeah all day it'll just drive me bonkers just fester and i like it's for me i don't it's hard to turn off like that's a hard sort of thing especially when it becomes a habit it's a very hard thing to break yourself out of right you know yeah i can definitely yeah but it's all fluid i mean life mental health it's it's an it's an ebb and flow it's a tide yeah. you know there's there's ups and there's downs there's lefts and rights and it's i think I just, don't know it if just I, matters how you come out of it you know yeah. it's how you bring yourself out and you know don't let yourself get too so deep don't you let yourself get as far as i did you know get it's recognizing when you need it and doing something about it you know it, i we, we all understand like it, it sneaks up you know you don't you don't it, you don't realize it's happening until it's happening but it's recognizing that it is and acknowledging it and doing something about it you know because that's that's the thing that we always preach is everybody talks but they don't do mm-hmm. you know and that's with everything not just this you know you talk about wanting to do this talk about wanting to do that you know but do it you and know, it, you know, I I spend a lot of time in my head, you yeah. know, all the time, and yeah. so I have like these things that I'll do that are it's called grounding. But you know, if I find myself because I mean after the Kayla thing, I I legitimately I got diagnosed with PTSD to agree because it was it was bad. Yeah. Um, and so I have these things where like if I start getting into this this like mindset, uh, oh, was that me? Very nice. I like my goatee. <laughs> But, like, if I start getting into, like, this sort of zone, at least early on, like, it's not, yeah. it doesn't happen as much now, but before, for, you know, at least a two-year period, I would just start to, like, start replaying these, like, the the things that happened in my mm-hmm. head, and I'd find myself just almost, like, when you're watching TV, you know, you get so focused on the movie that, like, everything in the background is gone. Yeah. Until something, like, someone walks in or something happens, and you're like, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> and so, like, I'll, you know, I'll, like, wiggle my toes. Yeah. You know, that helps because then it's like, you know, move your hands, move your fingers, move your toes. It's like, okay, like I'm, I'm here. I'm present. Yeah. Like it kind of snaps you out of it in a way, but yeah, that's something Amanda's actually <clears throat> talked about, you know, cause that's something that, you know, we're dealing with an emotional kid, you know, they're you know, on the verge of an anxiety attack of sorts, you know, that, that they talk, she would always talk about grounding, you know, and it's always, it's always been a good thing, you know, like when, when my when my grandma passed away, I, I had my first you know anxiety like attack. Mm-hmm. You know, like couldn't breathe, shaking. You know, and she was there to you know ground. You know, she told mm-hmm. me to move. You know, keep things moving. You know, she kept touching it's just my leg. You know, it, it's getting yeah. you know it's grounding. You know, it, it's it, it's very it, gra- the word grounding is very descriptive. Like it, mm-hmm. it's perfect for you know what it is and what it does. You know, and yeah, it's a very important tool and something that you need to be able to do and that's uh, the other thing that gets commonly confused is people thinking that psychiatrists are the same thing as therapists because they're completely not so a psychiatrist is like the in-between so you have your doctor that's going to write your prescriptions and is going to sort of give you the diagnostic like the diagnoses of like what's going on and you have the therapist which is basically going to be like well here's what you like almost like the uh, I mean, like physical therapy, like yeah. they're going to tell you all the exercises and stuff you should do to fix that. Psychiatrists are like right in the middle of that where they're like, you know, yeah, they're going to ask you questions about what's going on. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's not going to be like a therapist where you, 
Uh, I mean, you can tell them everything, but they're not going to be like, have you thought about doing this? Through it type right. Deal. Yeah. But they're going to be able to look at it and be like, you know, like they'll diagnose you. And then basically they're like, here's the medications that, you know, we find work the best, whatever. They actually even have a test now you can take that will tell you which medication mm-hmm. will work best for you, I guess. Wow. Given genetics or blood type or something. I don't, I don't really? know. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, because I mean, I've I've been on some in the past that did not work for me at all. Like I hated it, and then you know, and I don't, I don't know about you. I mean, I'm I'm all for like medications and stuff helping people, but at the same time, I don't want to be on a carousel of exactly. psychotropic drugs. You know that because you know, I don't want to be bouncing around. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to be going around. And you know what I told Amanda is like I don't I don't want to be a zombie. You know I'm not yeah. I'm open to medication. You and that know, was my problem. Like I was on, I was on Lexapro, and that was the problem with me. Is like after it worked for the first couple of months, but then after a while, like felt abs. I mean, when I say absolutely nothing, I felt nothing. Like Jesus, dude. didn't feel happiness, didn't really feel sadness. Like you want to talk about like lights were on, but nobody was home. Damn, like that dude. was it. And so I actually ended up scary, dude. I ended like, up just well, damn. I recognized it it's, uh, after one point. I mean, I was working a very stressful job at the time too, so that didn't help anything. But I ended up just like. I took myself off it. I was like, I can't do this. And that was, that was a bad idea too. Cause at that point I had been taking it for probably six months. Oh wow. And the so way you, I, I you look were at already used to it. Right. And so the way I look at like psychotropic drugs like that is like, it's like when you lean on somebody and they're holding you up their arm, yeah. the moment you decide to stop taking that, they take their arm away and you, you, you know, fall. you fall. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's, it sucks. I mean, I didn't have any like, psychotic episodes or anything crazy like that but physically i got the uh they're called like the brain zaps and it's literally like every i mean for me it was like every couple minutes it was like someone like uh like static like someone shocking you with static but it's like your whole body really you just get it doesn't like hurt it's just a very odd feeling and so like periodically you'd get these like there's zaps and it literally feels like you get shocked yeah after Jeez, a while, I mean, it man. wore off after a while, but I don't know. And I, you know, when I went to my psychiatrist, I told her like the first first time I was like I was on Lexapro, hated it, didn't do it for me, you know. And she kind of explained why she wasn't big on it, and you know the list of reasons why. And I told her how I, you know, Zoloft is so popular, and so I was like, you know, I, everyone I know a lot of people that have taken that and they were happy with it. So I was like, let me try that. And that's what I've been on for couple of years now and it yeah yeah i i remember when you changed to it like i i because i remember there's i think i would we were friends when you because you're still at doug's house mm-hmm. when you switched and uh yeah I, I remember when you switched there was definitely a because uh, you did get to a point that you're you just seemed kind of blah a lot and then you switched to that and it was so that was there was i mean there was literally a point where around that time either maybe slightly before or slightly after where i mean katie almost left me Wow. Because things like I was no motivation for anything. Didn't want to do anything. I mean, like it was it was bad, dude. And that was the point where I was like, all right, it's like check in time. Like, all right, assessment, you know, analysis. Here we are. Yeah. This is what's going on. You know, she's like, I'll even make an appointment for you because I was like, I don't want to go. Yeah. She's like, you need to. She's like, I think there was literally the point where she's like. If you don't fix this, I'm gone. And yeah. I mean, sometimes you got to have someone you care about yeah. be real with you like that. That's, like, hey, yeah, you're 500 pounds. I love you. I want you to be around for a very long time. 
start working out. Yeah. I'll even do it with you. Like, right. sometimes you have to have that conversation. You know? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, that's essentially how Amanda was with me. You know, that's the only reason she's here is because she's still with me as I proved to her that I want to change. I want to be better. I never want to do this again. And I'm going to get the help yes. that I need. Sacrifice you know? a goat on a mountaintop. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, I'm, even though it's the last, it's been, you know, recently it's been really difficult. You know, I'm really excited. You know, I have a plan for the collection. I have a plan for myself. And mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't know. I, I'm excited for the future. Thank I you don't I don't know if I told you better. sort of my, my, like my motto with things, because it is kind of nihilistic in a sense, but at the same time, I take a lot of comfort in it. And that's that everything is temporary. So like good times, they're temporary. Yeah. Bad times, they're temporary. But that makes the bad times not feel so bad because it's temporary. Yeah. Like it's not going to last forever. I guess that's, yeah, that's a good mindset. To, so it's like, yeah, the good isn't going to be around forever, but I mean, I'll take that over yeah. making sure the bad isn't either. And all you, you know? can do is hope that you got more good than bad. Yep. You know, at the end of the day, hope. You know. Like eventually the pendulum will swing the other way. It's yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's gonna just sometimes it may take longer you know hopefully your happy times are longer than your bad times but you know it's life man you roll the punches uh, and you know like i said this was something that could have been in my control but uh, or was in my control and i i failed miserably but, i also uh, think everything happens for a reason though yeah like and that kind of stuff like and, and that's the one of that's a mindset because you know that's something that you know man and i have talked about was you know even though this sucks and this is terrible and you know i really screwed up I think at the end of the day, we will come out stronger and our relationship will be healthier. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think it'll, as, again, it sucks it took this, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I think we'll come out on top. So, In the words of the great Maynard James Keenan from Tool, friction is necessary for progress. There you go. You know, yep. he talks about like cellos and how, you know, they bend wood into these just, shapes that wood should not bend to <laughs> and it's like almost on the verge of just shattering yeah but you put it all together and it all like you get the you get the music out of yeah. it yeah but anyways anyways this is like an hour already an hour in <laughs> we're an hour in <laughs> people are gonna be like 30 minutes <laughs> in this be like what the what hell the <laughs> this is depressing hey you know we got good conversation though it's uh, that's the thing man it's like that's this is part of the problem is nobody wants to freaking talk this about is it true so it that's what we're doing our personal yeah lives, this though. is our personal lives this is stuff i've been dealing with people have been asking if i'm okay this is what's been going on you know i'm trying to be honest here and uh, it's part of my part of my growth and you know i think everybody needs to be more honest with their themselves and each other maybe you know? that's where i'm at this will so. inspire someone else to be like you know i've been thinking about this yeah. it's time to do something too yeah. so and if it, Sorry if you didn't enjoy it, and well, if we helped somebody, I hope we did. If anybody has any questions about your visit to a psychiatrist and what it's like, or a visit to a therapist, yeah, hit me up and I'll let you know. Yeah, it's really not that. It's it's not. That's the problem. Is like movies and TVs have like TVs, <laughs> movies and TV shows have have really sort of ruined like mental health and what yeah. everyone thinks it's like and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> but in the same token, like I watched this show more recently and 
basically the entire the entire show there was a therapist and there was somebody like everybody in the show went to her and got therapy at some point and it was very normalized you know and i thought on in that aspect it was good you know and i, I don't know i, just, I think people parts. think it's like the sixth sense where, yeah like, yeah the therapist is like following the kid everywhere he goes because he's like i'm worried about him it's yeah like your therapist like, is like it's not i mean i hate to be cynical because at the same time like in the back of my head while i'm at therapy and stuff i'm like you really care because this is also your nine to five <laughs> yeah, dude like, you know job. like i'm also paying you like 60 to 100 dollars an hour for you to just listen but i'm you know that's the 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 egg the, the not the the nihilist and the sort of the cynic in me which do run rampant from time to time especially in the group chat <laughs> but don't we have uh we some uh some 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 messages we do so i created a vo uh, Am I having a stroke? I don't know. Are you okay? Do you smell toast? No, I don't. I smell cigars. That's good. Uh, We made a. I made a Google Voice account. Um. That we shared the number and let people call in. I know who is called because my phone rings when it rings, and it's a lot of, lot of. Names I already recognize. Um. But. Let me see if I can bring it up. I haven't listened to any of these. So. Oh, good. That's a surprise to everybody. I think Google Voice is a separate app. Go figure. Go figure. They got an app for everything, man. It's Google. <laughs> oh. We need to do a Condro Roundtable on NPR. <laughs> hint, hint. Hint, hint, Burke. McIntyre. Burke. <laughs> you know Owen's like, Condros? I don't want to talk about Condros. <laughs> I don't care about those things. So stop him from doing it, Owen. In the meantime, what's, of the 100 episodes, what's been your favorite? Or top three? And I've actually, I've, like, I've gone through the list sometimes, and I'm like, uh, I completely forgot we even did that episode. Yeah. Yeah, there's oh man, there's so many. Um, I enjoy, I really enjoyed the episode with Chris Montross. Really enjoyed. I'm gonna group all of Eric Burke's episodes into one. Fair. Because uh, I don't, I don't know how many he's been on now. Um, I'm gonna do top five, and I'm also gonna group <laughs> our conversations with Billy in that, and then. Justin Julander, I really enjoyed that episode too. Um, Continue to talk because I got to pee really bad. Oh, that monster! The monsters flow through me. Well, there he is. Oh God, that sounded like it hurt. My back. My back. My neck and my back. My back. I'm suing for. But we can settle right now for twenty bucks. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. I was. I had to. I had to pee. Causing a ruckus. Yeah. Well, it's different. 
we were just talking about how you almost left me because of my my depression at one point. We had a very real conversation yeah, for the last hour about mental a, health. Yeah, we had a very real conversation. No, I no, was no, saying no, it was actually. He, did, he didn't make you look like, like an asshole. I was like, sometimes at all. it takes that that level of intensity to make you do something and change. Yeah. No. <laughs> ha ha ha. <laughs> hmm. Oh. My wife. So our first message is from our buddy Chris Painshop. Hey, hey, hey. Badlands her pedicle. I freaking love Chris, man. Chris is Chris is my dude. Hey guys, it's Chris down in Texas. Wanted to congratulate you on hitting 100 episodes. I've enjoyed every one of them. And, uh, you know, proud to call you guys friends and glad that I've gotten to know y'all well. And uh, you guys are doing a big service to the hobby. Keep on kicking ass, guys. Hit you up to the best. Oop. <laughs> the voice to text thing is hilarious because, like, Google automatically translates it and it says. Keep on kicking ass, guys. Get you over to the bed. <laughs> yeah, Chris is our boy. Yeah, man, I love Chris. Such a great dude, man. Uh, Need to get him on again. Yes, jam up animals, too. And then, look, we have Billy. But Billy actually, I think, had to send this one twice. Oh, Billy, it, Billy left it, one? It cut off oh, the last minute. What a guy. Hey, guys, it's Billy. Congrats on 100 episodes. It's pretty awesome. Yes, uh, I'll ask two questions. Uh, first one being, how different is your collection since you started after talking to so many people? Yeah, that was the first one. This <laughs> the second one. Hey, guys. Billy again. Uh, since you guys started, how do you see, like, do you see the hobby differently than you did before you started this and starting, you know, started to get as deep into it as you guys have, uh, whether it be positive or negative. Uh, just curious to see where, you know, how you guys think about the hobby now as compared to when you started. Um, yeah, so congrats again, guys. 100 episodes, that's a big deal. Uh, here's to 100 more. Can't wait to be on the show again. Later. A boy, oh boy, Billy. Oh, my buddy. That's my boy. I do. I do. He's like a brother, man. I absolutely yeah. love Billy. Yeah. But as far as I mean, are we are so we, we going to go into yeah, that? Yeah, the first question. Collection being different. How is your yeah? How is your collection different than when you started? When I when we first started, I had a lot more variety. Then I slimmed back and put more focus on strictly carpets. Then I went pretty much strictly strictly carpets, and then I got the scrub and. I got some colubrids, so I've gone kind of back and forth, and now I'm getting I'm getting into more colubrids because of people from the show. So. Eric Burke talks a lot about that on NPR and how how hard it is sometimes because you talk to people about these awesome species and yeah. how you know you get pumped about it because they're pumped about it. You know, like Alan Stevens, who me and Phil talked to a couple episodes back. He's big on ackies. Yeah. and it made me really want ackies. And of course, now Alan sends me pictures of baby ackies. He's like, "This oh, one's yeah. yours." And I'm like, don't do that. Like, don't, 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 because I will do it. Damn it, don't do it. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, mine's changed a lot because I think when we first started this, I was, was I still like almost nothing but cresteds? I don't even remember. You had quite a few. You still had snakes. You had mostly green trees and cresteds when we first started. You were, you had more cresteds than anything. Uh You had a couple green trees. You had a brettles. I think you had some corns. Lots, lots changed. Yeah, but I don't, that wasn't necessarily a result of like the show. That was just sort of, you know, I mentioned it previously in other episodes. It was just, I was ready to go focus back on snakes 100 percent you know yeah i remember that that change i think i kind of put pushed you along with it i was like just do it do it get get rid of them make it make and the I, jump i enjoyed them it was just yeah. you know i was like i just want more time in my week back and snakes allowed that so yeah second question is since you guys started how do you see do we see the hobby differently than we did when we started I feel like there's been a lot of positive change, um, but a lot of the bad negative is still there. I think that's the best way to put it. I've seen a lot of good as far as more podcasts being put out, more good content being out. I feel like people are starting to focus more on some locality stuff, which I think is important. Seeing more to life than morphs, but a lot of the serious issues such as free handling. I feel like the free handling issue is becoming more and more of an issue. That is one I see getting worse. Um, and uh, But yeah, a lot of the bad, bad is still there. Um, but I do, I have seen some positive change since we started. But yeah, I mean, I, I kind of look at it in two different lights. Like, I think in terms of us and like our own sort of little little corner of the hobby and like all the friends we made as a result like people we probably would never oh yeah would never have met no and never would have had relationships not. with if had we not been this. doing this yeah absolutely uh, like that's a massive thing i mean i've got people yeah, in my no, life that for sure i literally i talked to like reptile friends you know nipper he's yeah. across the world i talked yeah. to nipper more than i talked to most of my family that lives 15 miles <laughs> the road like legitimately yeah. and that's just yeah. you know like phil uh we never would have met phil without the yeah. podcast and Billy, you know, like Dom, Carly, Ryan Cox, Chris, you know, just Joe. all those people. Yeah. You know, Burke, like I never would have thought at one point that I'd be homies with Eric Burke. Yeah. I just remember listening to his podcast and being like, man, that guy's, that guy's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But now, you know, like Tim, Tim Morris, I'll say it again, like Rob Stone, you know, like personal heroes yeah. that are like. You just it's like they're almost buddies now, you know. It's, it's, these are the same guys that are like, congrats on getting married. It's like, that's that's God what separates damn, this yeah. hobby from other hobbies. Yeah. It's like you don't have, I guess I'll say the big names, you know, like it, who openly pay attention to what's going on in your life, yeah. even if it's outside of reptiles. Yeah. You know? Like, it's crazy. I had more reptile people congratulate me and Katie on the wedding than family. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's like how it is. Like all my crazy. On, like I know this is such a small thing, but like for my birthday, ninety yeah. percent of the people that are out on my wall are snake people. Yeah, like if not uh, nearly a hundred. You know, it, it's <laughs> and you know that's funny too because like every year when people write on my timeline, like I make sure I thank every single person that does it. I try to. Like, I, 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 I don't want to be year. that guy that's like, thanks, everybody. Like, I literally, I feel. Or just go and like all of them. I feel compelled to thank, just, thank you. Every thank person. You. I mean, I'm sitting there for majority of the morning. Just thanks. Thanks, thanks man. Thanks. Appreciate thanks. It. Yeah. You, you have like three different ones that you just like alternate through. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. I don't man. know. It's just. I, 
people went out of their way to do that. So yeah, I'll go out of my way to do that too. I do the same thing. I reply to everybody. Negative wise, uh, I mean, I agree with with you as far as the free handling thing. I think that's just getting, and it's mostly it's getting out of hand. It's YouTube more than anything else. That's that's really sort of I feel like gone downhill, and not just in reptile stuff, just in general, like with the way they, you know, they've been known to sort of censor certain things and demonetize certain channels and this kind of thing. And it's just even like the reptile content though. I feel like it's much harder to find really good, really solid content on YouTube than it is to find garbage. Oh yeah. 100%. Cause it's, and cause the people who are solid don't use the freaking clickbait, man. They don't already have a mm-hmm. massive name, you know, and it's, the people who have massive names have been around for a long time are starting to, you know, do stuff to just, just to get people. views. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's just that aspect of it. Yeah, I see it. It's just it's getting worse. But we were talking about on the way here because I actually picked Justin up from work. You know, it's my car's getting fixed. Even you know, through all the bad out there, it can be discouraging for the people out there putting in the work for good for good and real content you know it can be discouraging because all the clickbait gets all the views but we only get you know roughly a thousand per episode you know a little well less but on average but you know it's you do what you can you make the a little impact you know here and there the right people will find it yeah exactly you know and it's because the whole thing sort of that sparked it I mean, it's not like it's any sort of secret or anything like that, but, uh, you know, Dave Kaufman and Clint from Clint's Reptiles, I guess, did a video with Crutchfield and Tyler Nolan recently. I don't know if it's been released or not, but I've seen some, I've watched some of Dave's videos, like when he goes to the, you know, like Tinley and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. because I've never been to Tinley, so it's kind of cool to see like an in-depth for to walk around, but I've never really watched any Clint stuff, but when I saw that they were doing videos with with that crowd you know it was kind of and i mean whether you like all three of those you dislike all three of those whatever that's that's fine but i i found it to be a little disappointing just because you know those guys have a lot a much younger viewership and well maybe not necessarily dave but i know clint from from what i've been told is his demographics a little younger and so Mm -hmm. it's concerning to like highlight someone who's holding rattlesnakes and cobras and stuff being like you can too that i just i'm not i'm not down with it no it's it's just just one of those things it's just disappointing it it annoys me the most because their excuse is like you have one long enough it can be like this like yeah that's great but even snakes like that like you can get bit by snakes like that like i've been bit by my, my most docile animals like that's just you can't take that chance with a venomous snake, man. Like, I, there isn't there isn't a chance it's in hell just, that uh, it's so exhausting. There isn't a world that it should be okay and especially you know normalized and you know encouraged almost. You know, it's the fact that we're it's even sad. It's having get somebody killed. The fact that we're even having to have a debate or an argument online about why or why not you should not be holding venomous snakes without tools or doing it in a professional and safe manner is just mind-blowing to me. It's like yeah. a freaking episode of The Twilight Zone. It's like, why? Yeah. That's like, you don't, and I, I said this, I think the way I explained it the other night on the chat was like, you don't see gun channels on YouTube where they go and find the guy that plays Russian roulette 
spins the revolver, puts it to its head, and click. Oh, didn't get me that time. You don't yeah. see them going and highlighting those guys. Yeah. Doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. This is the same thing. Yep. I mean, it's like, just... I, I can... I mean, I can point a loaded gun at my face all the time if I want, but I'm not going I'm not to because I'm not an idiot. <laughs> and how many of those people are the same ones that said, oh, I thought it was unloaded? Yeah. Oh, I know this animal. Yeah. Oh, it's never done this before. That's the thing, man. There's a first time for everything. It's and that time, you you can fucking pay for it, man. That's... It's and what I, I said, you know, we were talking about it in the group chat a little bit, and my biggest thing was like, they can say it's not hurting the hobby all they want, because here's what's going to happen, okay? Someone's going to get bit, or someone who's not necessarily the person who's free handling is going to get bit, and prob- possibly die. That's not for certain, but still, here's what's going to happen, okay? Something like a, a, an accident's going to happen. I won't even necessarily call it an accident. I'm, a, moronic episode will happen Mm -hmm. government's gonna ban venomous you think they're gonna stop there because it's already been proven that they won't yeah it's not just venomous that we're worried about like that i'm worried about getting banned anymore it's everything like yeah they're gonna see all these things and they're gonna come up with some reason as to why you should not have that and they're gonna make it illegal no questions asked so to me it's like a direct threat to the hobby you know, that is my life and that I love. And that's my, that's why I'm so vocal about it. I mean, I'm not publicly vocal about it very much, but right. if someone messaged me and asked me my opinion, I'll give it to you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And it's just like, I can't, I can't get behind it. And, and you ask any venomous professional, professional, like someone who has a completely clean record, like has never had any problems is like a plus safety, like no problems. They're never going to do any of that kind of crap. Mm-hmm. And it just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like, what's our tools not sexy enough? <laughs> like, I just, I don't. That's, yeah, that's at the end of the day, man. It's and hey, I mean, it's a free country. You can do whatever yeah, you want. Do whatever you want, man. But the but problem that's... is, is when that doing whatever you want affects me and my ability to keep the stuff I like and the things I love. Yeah, you take away, you take away my passion. You take away my hobby. You take away something that. I love damn near more than anything, you know. I mean, how pissed would you be if you woke up one morning and, I mean, it it wouldn't be overnight, but, yeah, yeah, if your hobby slowly dissolved to where you couldn't keep anything because of a group of assholes somewhere doing stuff they shouldn't have that could have very easily been prevented. We go riot. No one's going to care. You think people are going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fight you for your right for you to keep corn yeah, snakes nobody gives a shit no yeah. one's gonna care we are not a big group of people in the grand scheme of things in the population we are small it seems it seems like we are because we talk to so many people you know you have so many friends in the reptile community but this hobby is small we are a very niche hobby you know it's yeah i don't know it's a lot like buford here yeah you don't know somebody but i guarantee you you know somebody that knows that person mm-hmm. Six Here degrees of separation, you know, Kevin Bacon kind of shit, man. All right, well, I got to pee now, too. Okay, so I'm going to do that. Hope everything comes out all right. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to get preachy, y'all, but it's just something I feel very strongly about because I just I want to be able to 
keep what I keep and enjoy this hobby and passion that I love. And when other people are very easily on the trajectory to sort of ruin that, that's when I get that's when I get pissy. That's when I get angry. That's when I get upset. It shouldn't affect me as much as it does, but it just it really a I just can't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and B, it's like it, it I, how, I guess it's not even a question of how these things get the most attention because, I mean, I'd be watching a video of a guy that was trying to hug a tiger in the zoo too, but it's just, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Asinine. But, like I said, if somebody, you know, the, the content we put out, it will find the right people. And that's that's what we, you know, we do it for those people. We don't try to, we don't want to appeal to everybody, but we have our our core peeps that, that seem to enjoy what we're doing, and that's the people we're going to continue to do it for. You feel me? I feel you, man. That's, that's, what, it's, that's what it's about. That's all 10 of you. <laughs> all 10 of you 100 guys. episodes this is for you ah yeah yeah no man I love I love what we built I love what we have you know I love this hobby I love our listeners I love this podcast it's all it's all great thankful for it all never, thankful for everybody never would have thought it's it's done what it's done nope you know Let's see. We will go back to our messages. The next one is from Dom. Hi, friends. This is Dominique. Um, I was calling because I had a question. So first off, congrats on 100 episodes. I'm excited. You guys still like listening to yourselves talk. (laughs) Um, Okay, so if you, I'm going to give you three animals, and you can only keep two. So one has to go. Green tree pythons, carpet pythons, or rat snakes. So any variety of any of the three. But one of them has to go. So let me know your thoughts. Green tree's gone. Green tree's gone. Carpets. (laughs) Carpets. Green trees. Let's trade them. At least we can. (laughs) At least least, least we can all agree on rat snakes. This is true. The the, superior (laughs) Mariah. Bears, rat snakes. Okay. Okay. I don't know. You have to go as far as bears, but I base my decision on that. Just because there's so many different kinds and varieties of rat snakes that I feel like pick your flavor. Like, you want yeah. something that's a desert dweller, Alterna, Bairds, yeah. Subox. Like, you want tropical stuff, anything from Asia, yeah. you know, Central America, South America. Like, You want something easy? North America, baby. You want something that <laughs> Helen Keller could keep? Get you a carpet python. Okay. All right. All right. Like you're you're a green tree guy. I'm a carpet guy. This is why we make great team, right? Are you gonna when are you gonna take that male pop one? If I take it, that thing. Yeah, I told Riley the other day. I was like, "Yo, he's gonna go live with Jake." He's like, "Hey." All right. Yeah, I gotta figure out space first. Not Riley get some things sorted, you know. So well, I, I yeah, and I mean, I told him. About, like I said, I'm probably gonna be slimming down on carpet. He was so like, I "What happened?" I was like, "Well, that you know, that female's been having problems." And so I just non goes back to the non-essential personnel thing. Like that's space that I could be using for stuff that I'm gonna be reading. So yeah, and I may I may not end up you know 
It'll apply. I, I had it. You've, have you seen them recently? The color not nice. Super dark. Oh really? Black. Yeah, the man, the male I got Oof. from Riley's really dark too. Yeah. He's a pain in the ass for food. This guy's not. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. But. Oh, we got. Let's see. Hey. Coxicle. Hey guys, it's uh, Ryan, the specialized dumbass over here, and uh, <laughs> just wanted to say, good job on making a hundred damn episodes. You've educated us a little bit, entertained the shit out of us, so here's to a hundred more. Keep it going, guys. I feel like that came straight from his beard. Oh my god, that was great. But this I is love, cool. Ryan's great, man. I like, I like this. Though. Well, that's yeah, neat because yeah. we have that, like that number is separate from my number. So like people can call that and they can just leave a voicemail and then yeah. I can go through and check it. And so like if Anybody has any questions? Yeah, it'd be a fun, ever, little, just, fun little thing to do. You just call the number, or I guess you could even text it, and just drop, a, you know, send, leave us a message, leave yeah. us a question, whatever. Uh, you know, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Do you have any? That's more? that's it. Well, thank it's you. Just the our little group of homies. Yeah, those are those are the peeps, man. Fine by me. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Guys are the best. Yeah. I really, man. I like, like I said, it just blows my mind. Like the people and that we've met and been able to hang out with and and stuff like that and the connections and relationships we built as a yeah. result of this and the friends we've made. It's it's crazy. Yeah, man. It's it's funny. I tell I <laughs> I tell you know family and you know and Amanda and stuff like there's. There's not many places in the U.S. that if I had, if I needed somewhere to crash, yeah. like I couldn't. Like there's, I there's would be somebody within. Well, some I mean, hours. even like the freaking world. Know. Like we're in the U.K. Yeah, yeah, we know plenty of people we could crash yeah. with there. Australia. Like, yeah, that, that's a good point. <laughs> and I joke with Katie all the time because she's like, "Let's go somewhere. Let's go some like let's go to Australia. Let's go to you know England." And I was like, "I got connects." Yeah. I, said, I got I, the peeps. I tell Amanda, man, I was like, we all, like, I told her, I was like, we need to, we need to get with Justin and Katie. We all need to roll out to freaking Europe and we see need to Nipper. Go see Jake Hansen is what we need to do. Yeah. I want to see Nipper too, though, man. Yeah. I want to go harping with Nipper. I'm bummed, man. He was supposed to come over here and herp with Eric and, and the gang. Nah. But COVID completely axed it because I think he was going to try and make his way in our general mm-hmm. direction, you know. <coughs> so. Damn. That sucks. Like- yeah, I love that dude. He's great. He's my boy. Yeah. And then we actually, we did Snakes and Stogies the other night, and Scott Iper hopped on for a couple minutes, like, towards the end of the show, which was really cool, because he's been, he's been hanging out in the chat most episodes, because that one's live. Mm-hmm. And Scott, like, we we have the, the Snakes and Stogies group on Facebook, and so every time we do an episode, I post the, the StreamYard link so people can jump in, like, actually join yeah. on the show if they want to. Uh, okay. And so, like, we never know who's going to show up. Like, that's kind of the fun part of it is, like, we have no idea who's going to pop in from, from the group. Yeah. Which, I mean, there's only, like, 60 or 70 people in there, but... Still. Like, that's 60 or 70 people that could just show up. <laughs> well, like, Thomas Irvin. Yeah. He's been, yeah, he's he's been, been jumping on. Out. Yeah, I've Andy seen Andy Middleton's posted. jumped on. Yeah. Like, Scott jumped on. Uh, Henry Martinez, who we had on the last episode. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, he's jumped on. Like, it's just awesome because we just, like, we... We're sitting there chatting, and then someone's little face will pop up on the little 
like the guests thing because you have to add them to the stream and so like i'll be like hey, hey hit the button and then it's go. andy middleton or you know it's just it's it's cool it's, it's like a little game yeah nice. i like that like brady bunch kind of shit it's like whack-a-mole yeah you don't know, never never know who's gonna pop up i'm trying to think it's of who else em. is click, click them in we did an episode with jake hansen that was really cool because i got to see his his night tigers and Chris pops on there a lot. I know we've had, yeah, we've had Chris on a handful of times. Dom's popped on a few times. There you go. Um, yeah, it's just like we keep it super sure. loose. We're like, hey, it's if fun. you want to join us, James Lewis, he's jumped on a few times. Um, it's just cool because he's like yeah. I said, you just you never know who's gonna be free and just pop in, even if it's only for a few yeah. minutes. They're just like, well, yeah, you know. So that's fun. And yeah. That's, you know, that it's funny how how that's transformed too because that was never meant to be anything serious. I mean, that started out as Instagram live streams. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. It and then it was like, man, we actually covered some really cool stuff. I wish I could record that. And I hunted down. There was a point in time where we were doing those. I was trying desperately to find an app that would download a live stream. Yeah. So I could save it yeah. and upload it. And it didn't exist. Like, there were some that said they could, and I tried it, and it gave me no option to do that. So I was like, whatever. So that's when I was like, all right, let's look in a live stream or a stream yard. And then it just it morphed. And I was like, hey, do people want the audio form of this? Like, so they're not, no, it's not live. They're not having to watch yeah. a video. And then Eric Burke was one of the ones who was like, yeah. So, like, when I converted it over to, like, audio files each week, I did that for Burke. Because so I was like, that's my <laughs> boy. If Eric wants it, I, he's getting exactly. it. <laughs> And uh, it's just, it's, it's, you know, it's still like as relaxed as it was originally, but it's just funny yeah. that now it's like sort of its own thing and it, it's just sort of snowballed and, you know. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, for sure. Where do you see it going? Like, where do you see, do you think we're, we're going to continue on our steady trajectory of, of listenerships? I hope so, man. I think that I, you know, obviously, I think there will come a point where we kind of even out. You know, we don't grow as much as fast, but you know, so I, think I can, about I can that. only hope. You know, I can only hope we only get more and more listens every week, man. That's yeah. I I I think so. You know, if we keep pumping them out, you know, and keep keep doing what you're doing, keep doing what we're doing. We're doing something right. Keep on, I, I don't, on. I don't know what, but <laughs> we're doing something good, I guess. And people seem to enjoy it. See, I don't know. I don't know if it'll ever like necessarily level out. Cause the way I see it, there's people coming into the hobby every day. Yeah. There's but, but like we talked it. about, you know, with life, there's just, there's highs and lows, you know, I'm sure there'll mm. be times where there'll be a couple episodes that are a little slack and there's going to be a couple that pick up a lot, you know, and it's just cool. It's gonna be ups and downs, but I think ultimately, at the end of the day, we'll just keep growing, man. I just enjoy bringing the hobby the best damn content yeah. we possibly can. You That's know, be it this, be it the magazines, be it Snakes and Stogies, you know. Which it's the other crazy thing about Snakes and Stogies, like we never even have an idea of like what we're gonna talk about. Yeah, that whole thing, like there's no outline, there's nothing. It's just it records. We're, we're live. Yeah. Cool, and then we—it's almost we almost always end up talking about venomous for pretty yeah. much the entire show. Of course, show. it's you and Phil. Yeah, man. But what are we at? We're at uh, hour twenty-seven. Hour twenty-seven. It's right in the right in the money. Right in the zone. Right in the zone. Even though an hour of that was 
was it, was come it, to Jesus talk. Was it was it an hour? Was it a fall? It was an hour. Though. Well, sorry guys, but, I I had to I got my stuff there. I but think I'm it's also not sorry. You know, this is this is a different episode. You know, it's I got a hundredth episode. Got to get it all out there because, like I said, I am still going to be taking a little bit more time to you know figure my own stuff out. So Phil's going to keep on you know covering for me, and I'm sure there might be somebody else every now and then that does. Um, but um, you know, hopefully. Sooner than later, I'll be back full swing and basically back to normal. Jake came to me and said, hey, here's what's going on. And I said, take as much time as you need to. Yeah. Your chair and microphone will be waiting for you. Yeah, that was really how it went because I'll be honest, I had a lot of anxiety about talking about it. You know, I knew it was something I needed to do, but there was a part of me that felt like I was disappointing you. you I was pissed because you would bail like 20 minutes before you were supposed to start recording. And I was like, oh my God. That That was what, like, I was really pissed off about. The other stuff, I was like, whatever, stuff happens. Like, I'd do the same if I were in that position. Yeah. But I was like, <laughs> I I swear it. I didn't mean for it to happen, man. Like things got crazy with other life stuff. That was the stuff that was out of my control. It was like freaking but, get him to the Greek. I was running around the Today Show set. Yeah, going, I need the lyrics to African Child. And I ra- need someone yeah. to come co-host with me. <laughs> yeah, I felt so bad, man. Like it's it, it was rough. I, I felt terrible, you know. But at the end of the day, like you know, I came to him and I explained everything, laid it all out, and you know, Justin was very understanding and accepting and you know dude i mean i couldn't even tell you like fuck you whatever like i've been there yeah i know what i know similar like i've been in a similar position so i was like i get it like the podcast really isn't that important when it comes to that kind of stuff sometimes things come up and you know yeah you need a break whatever yeah and that's the thing is like the podcast is the world me man I, i love the show i love what we built you know and i never want to lose it never want it to go away but like i said before you know sometimes we have to remember we do have a life outside of snakes and right now that's what i need to take care of and that's what i need to focus on so it's just just for you know a time period a little while and you know a little you gotta know be back when at to it. hold them yep and like know i said <laughs> And like I said, once I'm back, you know, I have no doubt things will be better than ever and full swing, rocking and rolling. So, so thank you guys for sticking with me again. Thank everybody for checking up. And absolutely, uh, I'll be I'll be back, and I'm still around. You know, you guys can still message me and whatnot. I, I He's still, not uh, dead. I'm not dead. I, I still talk. I've been I hadn't posted for a while. I was off social media for quite some time. Um, trying to post a little bit now. Still not full swing, but. You know, we're getting there. Whatevs. Yeah. Anytime so. I'm like, I'm gonna take a break off social media. No one's a. No one's probably even gonna notice. <laughs> and b. Like, who cares? Yeah. It's social media. Exactly. You know. So. Whatever. I'm not gonna miss it as much as. I think I will. Yeah. But. This enlightening show was brought to you by Specialty Enclosure. Design. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Wrong I mean, show. I got Brahms on the brain, Wrong man. show. I mean, if you need purchase and stuff, hit up David because yeah. this stuff's awesome. But, but specialty th- enclosure does. Oh my God, I did But this show was brought to you by. <laughs> <laughs> MP Cages and, and Exotics. Exotics. Jesus Christ. But Brahms does also work with him he with as far as yes, purchase and stuff, purchase though. And stuff. So he, he will supply through David with purchases. That's something that you want. So they do kind of go hand in hand. 
But also to go on top of your rack, go ahead and get yourself some hot sauce from Steve Snake Shuary. Yes. The show is also brought also brought to you by him. If you buy that hot sauce, you're helping him in a snake shuary. Yeah. You're helping snakes. You're helping him educate the public. Yeah. And fight horrible myths and information that people have passed down yeah. for like two hundred years. You're helping snakes, you're helping people. You're coach helping whips will whip you with their tail and kill yeah. you or whatever that weird one is. Copperheads will stab you with their That's right. S- their poisonous tail. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Whatever. He's but, helping combat all that. And yes. by supporting him and getting his hot sauce, you're helping support all the cool stuff he does because yeah. he's a good guy and he's a firefighter. So, so do that. Know, he's he's a man of service. A man of the people. <laughs> man of the people. Anyways. But thank you guys for sticking with us through 100 episodes. Thank you for sticking. Episodes. Thank you for sticking with me through my sabbatical. I promise it won't be forever. I will be back. Word. Thank y'all. Later. Deuces.